Welcome to Station 151, a Pale Matter podcast production and proud member of the Realm Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. As an independent podcast, listener support means everything to us. If you like what you're hearing, please follow, like, rate, and share us, and then come hang out with us over on Discord. If you love what you're hearing, check out our Patreon, where our dedicated fans help us produce new episodes, develop new seasons, and receive exclusive rewards in return. To find our Patreon or join our Discord community, simply check the episode description for links or visit our website at www.station151.com. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Warning. Station 151 is a science fiction and horror audio drama intended for mature audiences only. Please see episode descriptions for content warnings. Listener discretion is advised. Holy shit, I'm awake, I'm awake! Get up, Wayne. Oh, what the hell is that noise? Oh, cut it out, cut it out, cut it out! Time to go to work, Wayne. Get up. I'm up, I'm turn it off. Turn it off, please. Turn it off. Oh my god. What do you think you're doing? It's 5.01 a.m., Wayne. I'm waking you up. Time to work. Never, ever do that again. I will get up on my own. Thank you. If you get up at five, I won't need to. Wilkins, I don't mind a little mild wake-up music, but I swear, if you ever wake me up with that ear-splitting noise again, I will find the server you live on, and I will cut you out of it. Understood. Fuck! (sighs) All right. What are we doing today? It's time to wake up the husky. The what? The what? In the northeast corner of the building you will find room number four. Your husky companion animal is located inside. No one told me anything about a husky. Again, contract. A husky dog has been allocated to you for the duration of your stay at station 151. Seriously? Oh, oh shit. How long has it been in there? Who's feeding it? No one has had to feed the companion animal because he is currently in stasis. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. That was that was a joke, right? Stasis? Stasis? No. Oh, sure. Great. Whatever. So where the hell is room four? Next to the stairs. You will need your badge. Right. Because I can't go anywhere without that. All right, room four. Jesus, you weren't kidding. What is this thing he's in? 
That's the stasis chamber. This is crazy. You alright, buddy? Hey, how do I get him out of this? There should be a white book on a nearby shelf with instructions on how to wake your animal. Uh, oh, okay. Husky care and maintenance. Ugh, it's, it's like he's a major appliance. Alright. Chapter 1. Waking your husky. Step 1. Approach the stasis control panel. There will be a control panel on the chamber. I'm not an idiot, thank you. Just trying to help. Step 2. Enter code 185709er and press the green button labeled WAKE on the keypad. Okay, easy enough. Three, wait for the decompression progress lamp to turn green. How long will this take? Just a few seconds. The animal is receiving a variety of injections to hasten his awakening. Isn't this, like, unethical? I could have just brought a dog with me, you know. It is efficient. Yeah, a horrible shit usually is. Alright, the light is green. Let's see. <clears throat> Step four. Open the stasis chamber by disengaging the locking mechanism at the base of the chamber, then grip the handle and slide the hatch to the left. Okay, how does this thing I... Okay, I got it. I got it. Jesus. Hey, buddy. You awake? You're gonna be alright. Okay, um... Step five. Remove the animal. Yeah, no shit. Come on, let's get you out of there. God, you're heavy. Let's put you on this little bed over here. Man, he is really out of it. It'll take a few minutes for the stimulants to fully take effect. In the meantime, you may choose a name for the husky. What, for the dog? Who else? He doesn't have a name. Why would he? He just woke up. What are you what are you talking about? This is a lab grown husky, Wayne. This is his first time waking up, ever. Ugh. Why would anyone grow a dog in a lab? For God's It is efficient Efficient! Right. Barbaric is a better word. Christ, I didn't even know this kind of technology existed. It's not public knowledge. Yeah, no shit. If it was, Telders would have every animal rights organization on the planet crawling up his ass. You were going to pick out a name? It's alright, buddy. You're looking a bit more chipper. You want a name, boy? What should we call you? What should we call you? You know, I actually had a dog named Daggett when I was a kid. I named him after this uh, robot dog on a TV show called Please Bell. select a name from the list. Huh? What? What list? See page 15 in Husky Care and Maintenance. Oh my god. Alright. Chapter 3. Naming your husky. There are five approved names for each gender. You know, this is unbelievable. Why the hell does this even matter? Wait, 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 wait. Let me guess. It's efficient. Mr. Childers picked these names out himself. He thought they were cool. Of course he did. Okay, I guess I'll pick one. Wouldn't want to upset Lord Telders now, would we? No, we wouldn't. Uh, Alright, so this husky is a boy dog. Aren't you, buddy? Aren't you? Alright, apparently the approved names for male dogs are Quark, 
Ghost, Buzz, Pippet, and Winter. Eh. Winter's kind of on the nose, don't you think? And I can't imagine naming a dog Quark or Pippet. Buzz has a nice ring to it, though. Plus, Buzz Aldrin, one of my personal heroes, so that's kind of an easy choice. Buzz, it says, then. Is there some kind of a ceremony or ritualistic bloodletting I have to perform to make it official? No, why would you do that? Well, pff, never mind. Oh, hey, Buzz! Wow, looks like the stims have really kicked in. Oh, whoa, whoa, okay, buddy. Not in the face. All right, all right, all right. All right. Oh, maybe just a little. Oh, you're a good boy. You're a good boy. You should take Buzz for a walk. He needs to avoid his bladder. I I can't even imagine what needs to come out of a lab-grown dog's bladder after being in stasis. I could use a walk, too. Let's get out of here, Buzz. Come on. Come on, Buzz. Oh, hey, hang on a second. Hang on for a second, Buzz. Yo, Telders. Oh, hey, Wayne. What's up? What's the weather today? Great question, Wayne. The... Fuck it. Never mind. That never works. Hey, what do you say we check out the array while we're out here, Buzz? Great day for a walk, huh? Can't imagine we'll get too many more of these. Is it going to stay this way for a while, Wilkins? What time is it anyway? It's 5.57. There's no serious weather expected for the next 24 hours. But there is a low-pressure system coming in about this time tomorrow. You won't want to be out in it. You want to fetch the snowball, Buzz? All right, buddy. Here you go. Go long. Wow. Only a few minutes old and he already knows how to fetch. Too bad it's a snowball. <laughs> That's me. Hey, Wilkins. How much farther until we get to the ridge? Kind of hard to judge distances out here. You're nearly half a kilometer from the station. It's not much farther to the array. You should be here in minutes. Wilkins? Can you hear me? Wilkins? Huh. I guess this is as far as Wilkins goes. I should remember this spot in case I ever want to get away from it. Aw, who couldn't find the snowball? <laughs> uh. Wilkins is checked out, boy. Just you and me for the rest of our little journey here. Yeah, I don't miss him either. Oh, hey, careful, Buzz. The ridge is up ahead. It's a long drop into that valley. But soon we'll have a great view of the array. There they are. Huh. You see those dishes, boy? Beautiful, aren't they? This installation makes the VLA look like a child's toy. You know, when I was a kid... Uh... Oh, wait a minute. Huh. There's a helicopter down there. What the hell? Hey, you see anybody down there, Buzz? Oh, shit! There's a guy under that dish. What the fuck is he doing to me? Hey! Hey, you! Hey! What are you doing? Fuck. 
We're way too far up. There's no way he can hear us up here. Wait a minute. Holy shit, is that the helicopter pilot? Richard, uh, the, what's his name? What the fuck's going on? We gotta get back in touch with Wilkins. Come on, boy. Come here, Buzz. Let's go. Wilkins! Wilkins! Damn it. We're way past the spot where we lost him. Wilkins! At least I think we are. Fuck! Everything looks the same out here. Wilkins! Where is he? God damn it. Wilkins! There you are. Wilkins! Wilkins, can you hear me? What's going on? Wilkins! Wilkins, you're breaking up on me. What's going on? Wilkins, there's some guy down in the valley screwing with the array. I think it might be the chopper pilot who dropped me off, uh, uh Richard something. I only got about half of that, Wayne. Walk closer to the station. I am! Did you say someone was at the array? Some guy was down in the valley doing something to one of the dishes. That's unusual. No maintenance is scheduled on the interferometer for several months. Can you detect any anomalies with the array itself? Has, has anything changed? Nothing that I can see. You said it was the helicopter pilot. Did I hear that right? I mean, I don't know for sure. I was way too far away to make out his face, but his helicopter looks similar. Are you sure you saw something down there? Antarctica has a strange effect on the human mind. People have reported seeing all kinds of strange things over the years. Even Ernest Shackleton- Yeah, 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 I heard about all that shit. I know what I saw. Alright then. Was it about 206 Sajet Ranger? I have no idea. It was it was a helicopter, and it looked like Richard's. I do not have access to air traffic logs, unfortunately, but a quick search shows that Richard Johns does indeed fly a jet ranger. He has no business with the array, however. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Hang on, Buzz is freaking out. The helicopter. Hold on, it sounds like it's coming this way. It's coming up over the ridge. Wayne, are you alright? Jesus fucking Christ! He almost took my head off! Which way is he headed? Which way? North! Idiot! Smartest artificial mind on the planet. Toward Palmer Station. That's exactly where Richard said he was going when he dropped me off. I can reach out to the operator at Palmer. Give me a minute. You can do that? I can do all kinds of shit. Alright, the station is close. I'm headed in. Come on, Buzz! Come on, boy! Fuck, it's cold out there. I talked to the operator. Richard Johns arrived at Palmer Station ten hours ago, then headed out to the Argentinian base Matienzo a few hours later for a pickup. There are no other flight plans filed in the area. What the fuck, man? It's probably nothing. How, how could it be nothing? Maybe it was just someone who wanted a closer look at the array. There are a lot of scientists down here and the Talders Corporation hasn't exactly been open about what they're building. Someone was bound to get curious. Don't worry about it. Just some random, curious scientist pilot, huh? Just come to take a few parts off of our array. Precisely. Whatever. Not much I can do about it, I guess. Come on, boy. Come here, Buzz. Put it out of your mind. We need to get to work, anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm starving. I should make breakfast first. Your breakfast meal allowance can be found in the kitchen. Meal allowance? 
Just swipe your badge at the food dispenser and press the meal button to receive your morning allocation. Okay, meal allocation? That sounds super appetizing, but I'm, I'm feeling more like bacon and eggs today. Just try it. You may be pleasantly surprised. Oh yeah, I can't wait. Okay, this giant brown box kind of looks food dispenser-ish. It's got a badge reader on it, because of course it does. That's it. Just swipe to receive your meal. Swiping! And it's a box. You're very observant. I'm almost afraid to look. It's a giant sausage? Well, it is enclosed in an artificial skin casing, much like sausage, but it's not technically sausage. At least not today. Ah, oh, Wilkins, what is this thing? Radhabalavi. What the hell is that? Radhabalavi is a delicious Indian pastry stuffed with a spicy dough filling and fried in oil. This particular unit of Radhabalavi, however, was dehydrated, reconstituted, softened, and extruded into a convenient, ready-to-eat package with a shelf life of up to six and a half years. I'm, I'm sure it's great, but I'm, I'm kind of up for something that hasn't been, uh, you know, extruded. Where's the fridge? I'm sorry, Wayne. All meals are provided by the food dispenser. There is no refrigerator and no traditional cooking implements. I'm really, really regretting not reading that contract now. I'm actually kind of enjoying the fact that you didn't. Yeah, I'll bet you are. Please enjoy your Adhabalavi. Work begins in five minutes. Fine. Hmm. Hmm. It's cold, but you know, it's not half bad. Casing's a little tough, though. Oh, no. Don't eat the casing, Wayne. Unless you enjoy having severe diarrhea. Oh! Wilkins, god damn it! You could have told me that before. Haha. <laughs> My apologies. Just peel and eat. Like a banana. You're kind of a jackass, you know that? I try. I suppose this drink button is going to give me something to drink. It's not working. You need to swipe first. Why is everything badged? Wow, it's a regular bottle of water. Wonders never cease. What did you expect? Oh, who knows? Maybe a bag of saline solution with a fucking IV? Nothing would surprise me at this point. That's actually a pretty good idea. Ah, uh, this place is insane. Can we just get to work already? Of course. Your 10-hour shift starts in two minutes. Damn, 10 hours? Let me get Buzz, hang on. Your work will be done in the core, which is off-limits to companion animals. He is free to roam throughout the station while you are working, however. Food and water is automatically dispensed in his room, which he can access via the NFC component woven into his collar. Well, you guys thought of everything, didn't you? Michael Taldez is not a man who likes to leave a lot to chance. I guess not. The core is located in room two. You can find it down the north hallway. Got it. So what's the plan? I was thinking we'd start by scanning the LMC. See what we can't pick up with this bad boy? The large Magellanic cloud would be a fine place to start if this were a typical radio telescope. But that's not how this installation works. No? No. 
All right, well, let's see what's behind door number two. Wait, what? Was I just locked in here? Uh, Wilkins? There's nothing in here. It's just four white walls and... Is that a dental chair? Oh, what's with the fucking sci-fi helmet? It's no mistake, Wayne. This is your workstation. Please have a seat. This is bizarre, Wilkins. Where's the console? The, the keyboard? The mouse? The instruments? This isn't your grandfather's radio telescope, Wayne. I'm not even sure what that means, but... We have eliminated all traditional user interfaces at Station 151. Instead of puttering around in command line programs written by graduate students 30 years ago, we will control the Childers array entirely in virtual space. So this is like a, like a VR headset? It's a little more advanced than that, but if the comparison helps you sit your ass down, then sure, it's VR. Okay, I'm game. Sounds pretty cool, actually. I used to have a rift back home, but I I tripped over the cat while I was trying to slay a beholder, and I smashed the headset on the corner of my desk. I still got an inch-long scar on my forehead. Please sit down, Wayne. Sure. Okay, sitting down. This thing's wireless? That's correct. Cool, so I just put this on? Surely you've worn helmets before. Yeah, okay, yes, I have, thank you. Just, never mind. All right, here we go, blasting off. Oh. Oh, this is nice. Very tranquil. Well, I could get used to this. All right, Wayne, great job. You can take the helmet off now. You want me to take it off? That's correct. Okay, it's off. What's wrong? What's going on? Nothing is wrong. You did well. And we got some fantastic data. A very successful first day. Congratulations. You're hilarious. Can we start for real now? We're done, Wayne. You may want to check your watch. What? How the hell is it 7 p.m.? What the fuck is going on, Wilkins? The Telda's array is far too complex to be controlled by conventional means. In order to engage with the system it is necessary to put your mind into a suggestive state. It makes the integration process easier. Wait, a suggestive state? Integration? Are you saying you fucking took control of my brain? No, of course not. But I did borrow it for a while. What? What the hell's the difference? Symbiosis. Symbiosis? Symbiosis. How the hell does that explain anything? Fucky, she said, this definitely wasn't in the contract. You are correct. This technology is far too sensitive to lay bare to the world on paper. However, the Telders Corporation surmised that you would grow accustomed to the process. It's a bit like taking a nap, don't you think? Do you feel refreshed? No, I don't feel refreshed. I feel fucking angry and extremely litigious. Where are you going, Wayne? I'm getting the fuck out of here. There's nowhere for you to go. Not now, Buzz. Wayne. Shut up, Wilkins. Not now, Buzz. Why are you going downstairs, Wayne? I need a computer or a radio. 
or a goddamn landline. What the fuck is down here? Level two. Yeah, no shit. Ah, uh, great. More locked doors. Hey, there's no number or badge reader on this one. What the hell's in here? Nothing. Bullshit. What's in here? It's just an empty room. Jesus Christ, this is insane. There are three other doors here. Seven, eight, nine. What are these? Room seven is storage. Eight is the server room. And room nine is the outside communications room where you will find a computer with internet access. Great. Jesus, it's fucking freezing in here. Finally, a fucking computer. All right, what's with the giant digital clock on the wall? Hello? Hello? Wilkins? Are you out of range? Are you dead? Wilkins, are you out here? Yes, Wayne. Could you not hear me in that room? Much like your restroom, in order to protect your privacy, I have been restricted from operating in the outside communications room. Ugh, so what, you can steal 10 hours of my life, hijack my fucking brain, but, but out of respect for my privacy, you won't listen in on any of my Zoom calls or when I'm taking a piss. That is correct. Well, that sounds like a load of bullshit, but I'll take it. Later, asshole. Wayne. been listening to station 151 a pale matter podcast production and proud member of the realm podcast network for more detailed information about the podcast credits for this particular episode or the team behind the show please visit our website at www.station151.com or see the episode description for links to find us follow us or connect with us Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.